0: Welcome back to another episode live from the Dojo. Remember, you can get this podcast wherever you get podcasts. That means Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe, like and subscribe. Um, We got a good show for you guys today. We got the Go to the Week. Or no, we don't have Go to the Week. We have Common W and the Cake Report. the Milwaukee Bucks have been eliminated from the playoffs. So much
1: crazy shit going on in sports right now. As that's, minus 12 favorites. That's just one of them, but holy shit, what an absolute sell job by the Milwaukee Bucks last night. I mean, Jimmy Butler is him in the playoffs. His points, dude, have been absolute air. I don't know why we're not taking that. But. I
0: just don't understand how he does it. Like, I, I don't understand how he does it. When you look at that Heat roster, once Tyler Hero went down... Like, that team shouldn't even be in the playoffs. Dude,
1: they had Cody Mar- or Caleb Martin and Cody Zeller on the floor with a series on the line. Obviously, dudes fouled out, so they, they had no choice. But the fact that that was dude, it's absurd. the lineup on the floor at that time is insane.
0: But talk about who's on the lineup on the other side of the floor. Giannis, <laughs> yeah. Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Brooke Love. Like, what, yeah. dude? How does he win these games bro? I don't get it? Like, he's just... He, like, I like playoff Jimmy's a thing.
1: It's got to be a thing. Dude, and Giannis at the free throw line is actually unbelievable
0: to he, watch. He could have won the series. Yeah. Right? He could have won the game if he hit his free throws. 10 for 23. Yeah. That's a blowout if he makes his free throws. Dude, it was so a bad. A blowout. Man. So bad.
1: 10 for 23, dude.
0: In an elimination game at home.
1: He just thinks about it too long at the free throw line. He dude. looks at it and he goes... <sighs> two dribbles, two dribbles, and then another breath, and then shoots it. By that point, you're already missing
0: it. I mean, it was literally insanity last night. You had the Golden State Warriors going into Sacramento and winning. You had the Knicks going into Cleveland and winning. And you had the Heat going into Milwaukee and winning.
1: And you had the Kraken going into fucking (laughs) Colorado and winning. Shit makes no sense.
0: I can't bet hockey sides anymore. And you
1: have the Panthers going into Boston. Dude, I can't bet hockey sides. No, I can't. Like, it might be just strictly... Bet on the series and, like, just enjoy the series. Because trying to bet game to game is so hard right now.
0: I'm just not understanding how the Bruins didn't sweep the Panthers. I mean, I get it. Like, I get the Panthers aren't bad. But if you took the news article clippings before the playoffs, you'd have thought the Bruins were already in the cup. I know. And
1: they had 45 shots last night, and they lose the game. Like, it doesn't make any sense, like, bro. Like, what? It's crazy. Holmark like, Omar at the end there, I'll never forget forgive him for that I mean he's fucking around behind the net I knew as soon as he left the net dude that shit was over mm-hmm. Kachuk steals it rips it but like, goal. what
0: was he doing though like watching that watching that the clip I saw um, I think it was Chelly quote tweeted because I, I wasn't watching that game I was watching the Bucks game because I had the Bucs team total over which we'll talk about in a little bit but I wasn't watching that game looking at that clip obviously I'm not a hockey player I never played it um, I would definitely say I'm a casual hockey fan what was he doing?
1: It was like an awkward sequence where... Like, it puck, felt like
0: he didn't have to... Like, I've seen goalies come out of the net a bunch. It didn't feel like he had to come out of the net at that point. No, he didn't. But then once he came out of the net, it just seemed like his brain shut off. Yeah. And then instead of just getting in front of the goal, he, like, sprawled. And mm-hmm. Dude, it was so weird. I was like, what are we doing?
1: Yeah, it was a really awkward sequence where he, the, the puck was, you know, slid down the ice and, and he figured that he was going to go and get it and... He turned around, and there's two guys right there ready to grab the puck. and.
0: But it was also, like, I feel like when goalies do that, they have an outlet, man. It didn't even look like he had an outlet, man,
1: when he did it. I know. It was just a lot happening at once, and he just fucked up. Dude, but he, in know. the playoffs, you can't fuck up I know. in the playoffs. I know. And, I know. So that's and you know the
0: Panthers your, are just licking their chops, dude.
1: It's just hard to – yeah, for real. It's just hard to bet on the hockey sides right now. And Fruity was saying, dude, I I feel like the league is wants these games to – To go 3 2, you know, even game seven, because how the fuck are the Kraken doing this to the Avalanche right now?
0: I also feel like hockey is the one sport where it really is that even across the board, skill wise. Yeah. Like in the playoffs, because everybody's a grinder, dude. Mm -hmm. And like, even if you have a Connor McDavid, like, I, I really do feel like the skill level across hockey is the most even. So when you get to the playoffs and it's like, All right, boys, we got to turn it on. Like, the Kraken are going to compete with the Avs overnight. Like, there's rarely going to be blowouts, I feel. Like, you you even see it with the Devils and the Rangers. Like, the skill gap, even though the Rangers have Patrick Kane, Vladimir Tarasenko, like, the skill gap isn't as big as you thought it might be when the Rangers win 5-1, 5-1, and then lose two at home. Like, the skill gap in hockey, I feel, is literally, like, razor thin between each team. You might have, like, an all-star, but other than that, the skill gap is so, so small, and in hockey, I feel like it's very hard to take over as a singular player. Like in basketball, John Moran sure. can take over a game and blow out the Lakers by himself. Well, yeah, I Jimmy mean, Butler can control a game against the Bucks and win it by himself. Nathan McKinnon can't win a hockey game by himself.
1: No, he's only on the ice for so long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, and, I mean, that's what the Kraken have been doing so well is they're like their slang and term they've been using is like by committee because they've been they just have so many guys so many gamers. You know, there's not one guy on the Kraken that's like taking over and doing it all Mm. it's I think they have 14 different guys who have scored a goal this postseason by far more than anybody else in the postseason and that's the difference the Avs have no depth they lost to Chushkin or whatever uh back but you know he's been banged up um out for game five was tough obviously on the defensive side there yeah uh but the Kraken dude they they could be for real
0: Dude, I kind of want the Kraken to win. I'm not going to lie. I, I mean, I think like this team is just frisky enough to be fun.
1: 100%. I have a future on the Avs and at this point, like I'm rooting for the Kraken, man. Yeah. So,
0: like I kind of want the Kraken to keep going. Like by committee, that's like a sick I love when teams do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, they're such a team, you know? Mm-hmm. Like when the Avs are playing, you're counting on McKinnon, you're counting on Rantanen, you're counting on their Top guys for the Kraken. I mean, you have no idea who's going to fucking score.
0: And I feel like it's the same way with the Oilers and Kings here. I feel as though the Kings are a team, and the Oilers, it's if Drysdale and McDavid aren't doing something, you're losing that game, and you're going to lose it bad. Hundred percent. Whereas the Kings feel like a team, right? It's yeah. kind of like that same, that same, uh, that same mentality. And I feel, and I, you know what though, that I feel like that's still so underrated in sports. I feel as though. In this new era, it's how many superstars can we fit on one roster and then just fill it out with a bunch of, like, just cheap bums yeah. that can just give you minutes. Whereas I feel as though the team, the team teams are, like, the best, dude. And I feel like they win more championships. Like, 100%. other than the Warriors, you know, when you got four fucking uh, guys that are going to be in the Hall of Fame, not just All-Stars. Like, you're going to win a championship. But they're
1: starting to be more of a team. I they feel had like, I mean, to. As Once
0: Durant left, they had to become a team, team Yeah. For sure. But even, like, the Kings, like, they're a team team. They don't really have, like, obviously, De'Aaron Fox, probably an all-star. Sabonis is very, very good, obviously an all-star. But they're, like, a team outside of that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel as though the, the, the Bucks didn't feel like a team this year. I think that's why they got banged out by the Heat, who are the epitome of a team, with, a with like, a guy. Yeah. With a guy, which I think is important. But the, the playoffs have been awesome, dude. I mean, it's been, like... an. Unreal. It kind of like
1: took a turn. At first, it was like kind of boring. Like really boring. But the last two games have been electric and really every series. Well,
0: because now we're getting to elimination games. Yeah. Which I think is like the best part. Because now you're getting down to like, oh, shit, we might go home.
1: Yeah. We got Lakers, Grizzlies. That's tied. Mm -hmm. Um, The Knicks are moving on. Sixers are moving on. Celtics.
0: Honestly, I hope the Hawks tie this series up and go to game seven. Which, obviously, this this is going to come out the day after the that game comes on but how do you not take the hawks plus 7 at home you know what i'm saying that spread is so big and we just saw a plus 12 cover uh, last night with um the heat and bucks with the heat and bucks and then we saw a wasn't there another like plus 11 the night before that covered the clippers clever, yeah. covered plus 11 yeah. like how I do mean, you not just take plus 7 for the hawks at home in a game like this
1: well, the 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 trend dude this is why we're seeing such huge spreads and massive upsets the trend that was going on where the team that covers wins outright it's like 42 and seven or some shit that's an absurd stat. Absurd. Um, but you know now we're seeing we're seeing these 12 point dogs go out and win outright. shit's so insane but like that trend continues to uh, still work. and I
0: think a... I think it's tough too though when you look at that Hawks team. Because obviously they win that last game. Trae Young's unconscious. He's pulling from the fucking logo. He's just so inconsistent. I know that it really could be the Celtics come out there and go. All right, I mean we're just gonna actually put one on you now. Like Trae Young's not gonna hit from the logo again. Like you know what I mean. Trae Young's not gonna drop forty on us again. Like he's so inconsistent that it just might be the Celtics minus seven. But then you could be the guy holding a Bucks minus twelve ticket and just look like an idiot holding a Celtics minus seven because yep. like in the same in the same scenario and you're like all right they're at home and in a game where they can tie the series up um, yeah I mean
1: it's Tatum gonna go under points again I bet he does I bet he does this is airing tomorrow so we'll find out tonight but yeah, he hasn't gone over I feel like since the regular season
0: it's frustrating because the era of NBA we grew up in if you were the guy you stepped up when the series is on the line, Kobe dropped 40. When the series is on the line, Dwayne Wade went and got 40. When the series is on the line, LeBron James went and got 40. When the series is on the line, Tim Duncan and Tony Parker combined for, like, 50. When the series is on the line, Dirk Nowitzki gave you 35, 40. Like, it, this new era, the NBA, the guys that say they're the guys, they rarely show up, dude. Series on the line, Jason Tatum's got 19 points. Yep. Series on the line, Giannis is 10 for 23 from the free throw line. Series on the line, fucking, you got Devin Booker dropping 20 last year. Like, the guys that say they're the guys this year, it's so weird comparing it to the era we grew up in. Because if you were the guy, you thought you showed up. If you were going into this game 15 years ago, dude, and it was Dwayne Wade on the Miami Heat, and he was playing the Sixers or whatever, and you were like, Dwayne Wade scored 19 points and they lost, and now the Sixers have a chance to tie the series, Dwayne Wade comes out and drops 40. Yeah. Like, when you're like, does Jason Tatum go under his points again? I would bet he does. Because it just doesn't feel like the guys are the guys now. You know what I mean? Facts. Like, John Moran going into L.A., an opportunity to, like, really beat the shit out of the Lakers, drops 19 points. Not when they are back in Memphis. But, like, when you, after scoring 42, you have a chance to then double your performance and, like, get one in L.A. and you drop 19 points. Like... Are the guys the guys in the NBA this year? Are they? You know what I'm saying?
1: I do. Yeah, like it's. Point. I
0: feel like it's so different from what we grew up watching and trying to like compare it to these guys. It just yeah. feels very. I don't know. And I feel like they play less defense now. So it's like, how are we not dropping 30 and right night out? You know what I'm saying? Now
1: that the Bucks are out, who do you who do you think
0: wins the? Who do you think wins the finals? I think the Knicks are going to the finals. Really. Dude, again, though, we were just even talking about... Even with Randall? you see Randall get hurt? But I feel like they played better without him. Did you see his body language when he was out? Yeah. He wasn't even sitting on the bench. Yeah. He was sitting, like, courtside on his phone, dude, while they're eliminating the Cleveland Cavaliers and, like, going to the second round for the first time in, like, this century, dude. Dude, I had his under fantasy
1: score in that game. Uh, someone gave it out on stream, and he was I mean, he was about to go over in the first half. He was balling. Yeah. <laughs> And then he, like, seconds left in the se- first half, he rolls that ankle, doesn't come back, stayed under, electric. You were just like... I was like, wow. Yeah. Ended up losing that a six-legger on stream that we cooked up uh, by half of pitching out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Piss. Wow. Yeah, look at this. Shit. It's fucking... I
0: lost my two-piece. I, it was Malik Monk more than his points and Drew Holiday more than his points and assists. Malik Monk had zero points going into the fourth quarter, and I needed more than sixteen. Oh yeah, and he had had (laughs) nineteen points in the fourth quarter. I was like, "Oh my god, we're at the table!"
1: Yeah, half a pitching out from Michael Walker, dude. The the dude just. I've been changing things up on stream. <laughs> the
0: greenest was fucking Juan Soto. Dude.
1: <laughs> dude, he Juan Soto unders against the lefties. We PB's did it back to back nights. Oh. He dead ass. He dead ass struck out like six times in the last two games.
0: Oh my god, Luis Medina got his
1: fucking oh, yeah, tits you got, blown that's off. The, dude. That's the uh, the A's <laughs> yeah, pitcher. Know, he that's gave up terrible. some gags. That's
0: and then awful. Shohei late night.
1: Shohei late night nuke for the mm. goat. Well, needed that.
0: Mm. Um, no, what was I saying? And then I had drew holiday points and assists. He had 24 and didn't score a single point or get an assist in overtime. No way. Didn't cover dude. So I lost my two piece gob. I was like, dude, are you fucking kidding me, man? Like, come on, dude. That's me shit. I haven't hit a prize picks in three weeks. Even that a two- I've posted a two legger that I've posted. No. no that I've, no. I've posted. I haven't hit a prize picks in three weeks. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I had my first like real positive day yesterday and it was three and two. Did you end up taking Angels by two? No, no. I don't know. I don't know the Angels well yeah. enough to be like I'm they're going to bounce back and bang them out. Didn't respond so late. Um, no, but what, what were we just talking about? We were talking about um, fuck. Oh, who's going to go to the All right, finals. who's going to go to the finals? Here's my thing. We were just talking about it with the Kraken. The Knicks are a team, bro. You saw it. Yeah, they win the game, and fucking Jalen Brunson does a C one send one. The whole team on the plane sends a Josh Hart sending it. And this is going to feed into my next question, too. Without Julius Randle to still beat that Cleveland Cavaliers team in Cleveland, when he went down early, this Knicks team is a fucking team, dude. I think you lose, you lose Julius Randle, right? That hurts. He doesn't take a lot of high IQ shots, it feels like. And he never knows when he's off. So it's almost better when he doesn't play because Jalen Brunson, I think, is probably the best player in the playoffs right now. I don't really have a problem saying that. I feel like I could argue with anyone about it. I don't really know anyone that's been as consistent and as dominant as he's been in terms of like controlling a game in the pay. When you watch him, dude, it's a classic Villanova player. Yeah. Like when the when the Cavs are getting hot, he's slowing the game down, and he like makes the Cavs like play at his pace. And then when the Knicks are running, dude, he's fucking like gunning. So he's just got that classic Jay, right? Like he's going to control the game. But RJ Barrett's starting to play well. Yep. I think he's so hard to guard, dude. Like, I think the Heat are really going to struggle guarding him. He's so long as a 2 3. Um, and Mitchell Robinson, dude, out of nowhere is like busting. Yeah. He's busting. And then, by the way, like, the reason why I said the Knicks are going to go to the finals is because Josh Hart is actually going to put the clamps on Jimmy Butler, dude. Josh Hart is like. Marcus Smart, if Marcus Smart took crack and played defense.
1: So it's going to be Heat, Knicks, Knicks, Celtics. Sixers. Sixers. Wow, those are two good series.
0: And like I think the Heat might get swept if Josh Hart figures out Jimmy Butler. It's really hard to figure out. No one's figured out Jimmy Butler. But Josh Hart's job when they go into games is, yo, know, shut down their best player. That's why Donovan Mitchell struggled every fucking game, dude. Like Josh Hart is the guy. And that's what you need. You need a solid guy to play defense, and that's why I don't think you really need Julius Randall. But when does Julius come back, Nick? Can we check? Because how bad was the ankle injury? It was
1: pretty bad. Yeah,
0: it didn't. It sounded bad. But like Tyler Hero fractured his hand, and he might play this series, right? They said it was like a month. I don't know. So he might play at the end of the series. Who would you pick? I'm gonna pick the Knicks.
1: I like the Knicks too. I'm not really high on the Heat, even though they just freaking. But I mean, beat the to win bucks. it all, I'm gonna pick the Knicks. Oh, you have the Knicks winning it all. Like I
0: think this might be like. Dude, Jalen Brunson is just so hard to bet against. And the Celtics don't look as good as I thought they were. The Sixers could be sneak, but they played the Nets, so nobody knows how good they really are. I still think it's the Nuggets. I will tell you what, though. I truly think the Nuggets might gentlemen sweep the Suns. Really? Yeah, dude. I forget who said it. I was either listening to someone or I was out and they said it. If it was someone famous, I'm sorry, I'm not giving you credit because I just can't remember, but... Someone said, you're telling me the Suns starters just played 45 minutes a fucking game and now they got to go up to Denver in that altitude? That sucks. Like, dude, they're going to get their dicks punched off by the Nuggets. I really do think that because now they're playing a team that has depth. The Suns, you can't play 40 minutes a game against the Nuggets and beat them in seven games. You just can't, dude. In Denver, too. Yeah, like, like you can't, dude. Like, they're going to lose game one and two. I I really do think that altitude is going to fuck them, dude. You're playing 40 minutes a game. Now you got to go play 40 minutes in altitude. Dude, that's tough. That is tough. In a playoff environment, like, the Nuggets might just run through the Suns.
1: Yeah, I'm still high on the Nuggets. That's going to be a good series, too. But, no, that altitude, dude, I was watching a video. Bones Highland was talking about it last night, uh, and he was saying that it's 100%. Uh, home advantage, no doubt. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. And
0: what, what was KG saying? He was like, they do announcements while you're warming up. They're like, if you start feeling lightheaded, please yeah. call the help. And he's like,
2: what the fuck, <laughs> dude?
0: That clip fucking killed me. Do we have it, Nick?
2: Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it doesn't say. It just said all it says was he re- uh, left yesterday, and there's no timeline right now.
0: Oh, no timeline. Wow, okay. I mean, yeah, all right. But what I was going to say is feeding into my conversation is, what city is the best sports town? We, we had talked about it a little bit last episode, but we didn't get into, like, what city do you think is the best sports town? I truly think it is New York. Well, I mean, it's got to be New York. Or but I don't mean success-wise. Yeah, no, just I like, mean, rabid fan-base-wise, when the Knicks are playing well, they shut the streets down. Yeah. You got bing-bong, like, Kevin Durant, <laughs> do you regret not coming to the Knicks? Like, when the Yankees are hot, they're going fucking bananas. Like, there is no city... That is more rabid for their teams than New York with the lack of success that New York teams have had in the past decade, two decades, other than, you know, exclude the Yankees, basically our whole lifetime to still be that rabid. Like you're already seeing it now. All the Boston teams suck other than the Bruins. The Boston fan base is almost non-existent. You don't see anything about them. They barely fight on social media. They barely do shit with anything. The Knicks, dude, when they're fucking, like, 6-74 and 74 in basketball, they'll still be like, dude, fuck you guys. Like, we're, we're, we're coming back next year. Like, we're going to hit the draft. Like, fuck our GM. Like, it's, like, whatever. Like, there's no city or sports town that I think rides harder for their teams than New York. When the Giants are in the fucking Super Bowl when the Giants suck, when the Jets, like, there is no city that is better than New York in terms of, you know, we had Chelly on the couch talking about the Rangers missed a power play and they booed them. <laughs> Like, there's no city better than New York in, in when it comes to sports towns, and I really do believe that. Yeah, I think
1: them or Philly are up there too.
0: A lot of the comments we got were Boston. Um, I think Seattle could be up there. Uh, we didn't get a lot of Philly, dude, but I think Philly is too. Philly's it's just gotta as rabid.
1: F- it's got to be Philly, New York, Boston. I mean, you're shitting on Boston. You're gonna get cheered by some Boston fans, by the well, way. Well, dude,
0: but that's fine though. But where are the like, where where are the Boston fans at? You know what I mean? Like, I can always find a Knicks fan.
1: I mean, the Bruins fans travel unbelie better than any because team they, in the NHL. They don't
0: want to pay money to sit at home, dude. Knicks fans will literally because that shit sold the fuck out. Because Knicks fans will spend their paycheck to sit in the fucking nosebleeds, and Bruins fans are like, oh, you know what, hon? It's actually cheaper if we just. It's actually cheaper, hon. If we just go to the fucking Devils game, we hop on the train. It's like, yeah, dude, fuck you. No, I'm, not, I'm just kidding. Not fuck you. But you know what I'm saying, though. Like, there's, like, you're even saying like the Bruins fans travel better because it's cheaper to go. Like, okay, that, whatever. Like, you think it's not expensive for Knicks fans? They will literally like be working construction nine to five and then be like, all right, my paycheck, so I'll go watch the Knicks play. <coughs> like, there's just, but I think the success comes into it too. Like, Boston has has had so much success now that, like, it's, got, it's tough for them. Like, Patriots fans, what, like, what are they what are they doing now? Yeah. Like, what are they doing now? I, like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know. For the you know what I mean? Like, even when the Giants suck, they're, like, still loud. Like, I feel like you don't see anything about Patriots fans. Like, still trying to talk shit, being like, oh, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Like, still are. Like, Dave Portnoy is probably the last one that's, like, still doing, like, meme rankings. Like, Mac Jones above Aaron Rodgers. Like, but every Patriots fan is kind of like, oh, fucking, Pat
2: sucked suck this year. You I know. You know what I'm
0: saying? Like, the Knicks, even when the Giants, like, come into a year or the Jets come into a year, like, I'm still like, yeah, we're going to win I feel like it goes
2: in, like, ranges, too, though. Like, New York is definitely number one and Philly is definitely number two. You know, some one of those orders. But I think a lot of the – like, if you go, like, back to, like, teams and, like, eras, like Detroit Pistons – era like but that's it's
0: easy to be a great sports town when you're winning
2: yeah yeah but i think so easy they're just like some of those like like legendary teams like dodgers and you know giants fans but like no la LA fans la fans suck like dodgers fans like in the bleachers like diehard dodgers fans like you know Mm. but the rest of their team lakers and rams are fair weather so
0: la fans don't exist i'm I'm convinced (laughs) they just don't exist i like if i'm in general it just doesn't have good fans if I'm playing. If I'm a professional and I'm playing an LA team, I'm not scared playing away from home.
1: Really? No. In crypto staples,
0: dude, couldn't be less scared. Half them don't even know the players on the team. <laughs> they just want to wear a nice outfit because they're in LA, and they're like, "I might, I might see, I might see fucking uh, Will Ferrell sitting courtside." <laughs> no,
1: I'm not. I'm like not gonna kid. retaliate there. I think LA has pretty shitty fans.
0: Yeah, but like you're like a Thunder fan. That's a great fan base. Like, I feel like they've been rabid. Very good fan base.
1: Very loyal fan base. Dodgers,
2: I guess I'll give you Dodgers. Dodgers are
0: a good fan base. Um, Chicago's
2: probably Chicago. Chicago's
0: a great sports town. But again,
2: lack of success there, too, for them. Cubs fans, I feel like, have been through the thick. You know, Cubs fans for Cubs, Bears, Bears. Blackhawks. I've had a little bit to go for. The Cubs fans won 100 years out a World Series. Yeah. They, they were mm. they were out there in Wrigleyville and in the bleachers most of the time. Yeah.
0: No, but I think it's easy to be a great sports town when you're winning. That's why Boston, you know, from when we were growing up, you know, uh, you're not on the East Coast, but being on the East Coast, like, dude, it was, I'm in school in New Jersey and I got 12 Pats fans in a 20 classroom, yeah. in a 20 kid classroom. Like. <laughs> but it's very easy to be a great sports town when you're winning. And that's why I think I would put New York at number one because regardless of what's going on, like, they are rabbits. Yeah,
1: they're crazy. And when videos. they get a,
0: just a sniff of success, it's insane, <laughs> I know. dude.
1: Like, shut, like you'd think the Knicks won the finals already.
0: Dude, the Bing Bong guy DM'd me. <laughs> what? Like the actual Bing Bong guy. That was actually him? No, that's actually him. The guy that went Bing Bong the first time. No way. That's actually him. I just thought I was so confused. You sent me that DM. I was just like. No, that's like actually the Bing Bong guy. Because I tweeted Bing Bong with a clip of like the Knicks guys like or the Knicks fans doing this. And he just like DM me. It was like Bing Bong legend. That's hilarious. Dude, I like killed me. Because then I went to his Twitter and he's got like kind of a rabid following. Really? He doesn't have a lot of followers. But like every time he tweets it gets like 300 likes. (laughs) Because like New York stand up. And then he like will tweet the clip Of him going bing bong It's like the funniest shit ever, That's but. hilarious No I think I would put New York At number one Who would you put At number yeah, one No I'd have to go New York too Put New York
2: Nick It's definitely New York Yeah <laughs> I think so too You're gonna get an argument From Philly though Because Philly Philly is I think Philly's A little bit different I think they're Like Best sports town Or best fan base I'm. It's probably New York like, But most passionate It's like definitely Philly
0: yeah, I would put I, I would go New York, Philly, Boston, Chicago is my four. Yeah, yeah. in that order. And I think I like uh, New York and Philly are very close. Yeah. But I think it's because you it's almost geographically why, mm-hmm. like Philly Philadelphians and New Yorkers like the diehards are almost like the same. Right. Philly's a little more like dirty. In
2: New York too is like you got the Mets, you got the Yankees, you got the Rangers. Like everyone really has their allegiances and are very passionate about like those. Allegiances. Very. Like if you're a Yankees fan, it is fuck the Mets. But if yeah. You're like a, you know. I don't know, Devils, Rangers necessarily. Or I guess Islanders, I think. I yeah, Islanders, Sabres. What's, what's the rivalry up there for hockey?
0: Well, New York and the Rangers and Devils are like the rivalry the because rivalry? we've played in the yeah. playoffs okay. so many times. Gotcha. Um, but no, yeah, I mean, dude, there's like fucking... The Nets suck. The yeah. Brooklyn people suck too, though. Um, no, but yeah, I feel like New York's probably the best. I would go New York, Philly, for sure. Boston might even move down to four, dude. I feel like I don't see enough Boston. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, do you know? Do you see a lot of Boston other than Dave Portnoy? Mm,
2: yeah. I mean, I just feel like with the Red Sox and the success that they've had. the success. But now I they do, suck. But they went on a long run of no success, and then they won the World Series in 04, and were pretty passionate. And then obviously, unfortunately. Boston's
0: only passionate when they're winning. That's my point,
2: though. But like, everything that happened with Boston Marathon bombing, that kind of rallied the city a lot, I feel like, too. And that was pretty cool with David Ortiz and stuff. But, like, I feel like. Even if you're a baseball fan, like Trent's, a, you're a poppy fan, like with Ortiz, like Fenway, like as a baseball fan, like, I don't know, it's just a good city, even if you're winning or not.
1: Yeah, Boston's got to be in the top four, 100%. Mm. All right.
0: Well, I don't hate Boston. I mean, I went to school like literally two hours away from Boston, so <laughs> probably going to get a lot of hate for that one. So much hate. Um, all right, let's do, the, let's do the common W and the cake report. Uh, so the common W, obviously, we end, a, we end every week's show with it. Um, you know, it's something that went right in your personal life or your betting life this week. Um, you know, it's something that went positive in your personal or betting life this week. I'll start it off. My common W this week is, well, I got two of them. Um, one, you know, we got Nick's birthday coming up. I think that'll be a good time. We got it coming up this weekend. Um, my second one is thank you, thank you, thank you. To the New York Knicks, because they have really helped me stay in the state. I'm not even going to say the green. Stay even this entire series, because I've been on the Knicks almost every game, and they won four to one. So, huge. Thanks, Knicks.
1: That's a dub. Love to see it. Uh, Common W. So far, I've lost like 10 pounds already.
0: Dude. Let's fucking go.
1: W-W-W-W-W.
0: Hell yeah. Let's go. Damn. Fuck yeah.
1: It, it, it was time. Dude, Feels fuck good. yeah, dude. Feels good. Dude,
0: fuck yeah.
1: <clears throat> Still working on it. We're moving.
0: Let's go, dude. That's awesome. Nick?
2: Common W, birthday this weekend. Should be a fun... Yeah, like you mentioned, we got, a, we got a lot lot planned. Do a little brunch. Do a little bowling. Do a little happy hour. Do a little late night drinking. Do a little golf on Sunday. Should be a good time.
0: Looking forward to the golf on Sunday. Um, all right, we'll move to the cake report. You know, something that necessarily didn't go right in your personal life or didn't go as you wanted in your betting life um you know cake report i'll start it off my cake report there is nothing worse than being cold in betting because when you're hot you're picking with confidence and you feel as though you're seeing the board correctly you know what you're picking but the minute you lose that confidence and you go cold dude it is dark and i've been going through it the past like three four days it is so hard when you're cold because you're second guessing, triple guessing, you have no confidence in yourself. And when you're on the wrong side, you're like, dude. And especially when you've been losing the way that I've been losing, it affects like your mental health, it affects like your physical health. It like affects the way you react in your personal life. Like I was hanging out with some guys on Monday when I like almost full faded and it's like you know, I'm just sitting there in silence or I got like an attitude like there is just nothing worse than when you go cold in betting, especially like when we do and we like post and you like post something and like the first comment is like full fade. Like, <laughs> fucking dude, it sucks. That'd be my cake report for this week because this week has been pretty rough. Like Monday and Tuesday were some of my worst betting days, I think, of the year.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong there. It definitely fucking sucks. Mm. Cake report. I've lost two six leg prize picks by... By .5 in the past two nights. Come on, man. Uh, first night, we had a chance to get tucked. And the guy comes up. Matt Duffy comes up to bat. Gets pinch hit for.
2: No. Which, yeah.
1: Just you can't make it up. I needed a base hit for like 10 racks.
0: Why do you get pinch hit?
1: Um, Matchup on pitcher, I guess. Yeah. That's so right. that was I was saddling up, getting excited for this at bat, locking in. Just to get the notification that he's uh, not even up to bat. Yeah, that was pissed. And then last night, Michael Walker under, or over pitching outs did not make it past 15 and a half, and he finished with 15. Yeah. But, I mean, we're getting surgical on the surgical stream, so shit's working. I've just been trusting cell jobs. You know, I don't care who gave it out. If they came on and they gave it confidently. I'm going to put it in the grams. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's been, it's been working. doesn't care how gross the prop is. It can be Austin Reeves free throws. It can be Juan Soto under fantasy score. You just got to trust.
0: Sharp. 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 Um, Nick, kick
2: yeah, uh, cake report is we have to unfortunately go back to the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. I think our season is over.
0: Yeah, you guys um, suck. Wait, yeah, why'd you does it? Why'd you send your rookie of the year candidate? Yeah, down yeah, to the we, there's
2: a, there's a lot of things going on right now. They sent the rookie of the year. Basically, in MLB, how it works is they have options. So they have options to use for the rookie. They're just trying to get other people, other playing time. You know, switch things up. They uh, skipped batting practice yesterday and, uh, and and had a late start to to the stadium, and they lost seven to three. So clearly, that didn't work. Uh, nobody knows what our manager is doing. Our GM has not gone out and got any pitching. Uh, the fan base is pissed, and it is the worst start since 1974. So, well, yeah.
0: why send the rookie down? Like, not why sure, not just bro. keep him in the lineup and just I mean, let him fucking the keep manager's busting.
2: excuse was or excuse reasoning was that he's hit too many ground balls and he needs to hit the ball harder and more home runs and he has the possibility to do that, but he they're not going to give him enough playing time and, with the big club because he's hitting too many ground balls. And he needs to work on his outfielding, apparently. But he's making contact. That's right, what you better he than him. Dude, they've been a pick him against
1: right? the Giants like every game in the series and I'm like, dude, one time they got to tuck the kids in late night because they're playing at like 9 p.m. every mm-hmm. night. They've lost every fucking game.
2: It's it was it's bad. It's not good. Four oh five four. They lost the bullpen. Blew it again. Seven three yesterday. Only offense was two Paul Goldschmidt solo Dolos, and uh, and then the bullpen shit the bet again. So the bullpen is just might be one of the worst bullpens I've ever watched in baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they are just. Have you watched the Chicago White Sox? Cause they might be just as bad,
1: dude. The White Sox yesterday struck out a combined seventeen times.
0: Isn't there only like twenty-five outs?
1: Twenty-seven outs. So ten guys who came up to bat did not strike out. How? Ins- you know,
0: though, I saw a stat though. Without Tim Anderson, their like record is atrocious. Like, uh, like seriously, it's like they're they're atrocious. With Tim Anderson, it's like one hundred twenty and something. Without Tim Anderson, it's like well below five hundred.
1: They're and bad. he's been hurt Don't see They good. let Kikuchi Dice
0: him up I was about to say Like how do you get Shut out by Kikuchi <laughs> They have a lot of Good guys
2: too They have plenty I know, I know. Well
0: Moncado And Tim Anderson been, Have been out though And that's like Two very good guys Yeah So that is tough When you got Fucking Yeah like Bray you And Fucking yeah, Luis Robert Yeah Luis
1: Robert I will say The Angels are starting To heat up <laughs>
2: Dude, you lost. Chance. You lost Otani three games ago, dude. <laughs> we need Otani. That's I will try. I'll show you every single player. Dude, I will do
1: team. anything, bro. Can you just give him the world in the bag?
0: Just- oh my God. wait! Can we talk about your mom texting you bang whenever Otani is over? <laughs> that was like the sickest shit ever, dude. I was like, damn. Like, that's actually so funny wow. because I'm sure your family are like Angels fans.
1: Yeah, my mom loves the Angels. And like, no matter what she's doing, she has the game on and she's usually like working or doing some shit in her room while she's just listening to the game. And I told her, like, while you're watching the games this season, just know I'm somewhere bricked up every time. Every time. I did not tell my mom I was bricked up, but that's basically what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Just know, sh- just know every time Shohei hits a nuke, I really, really need it. And I'm going to be freaking out every time he does. So every time he does now, she just goes,
0: bang. I love that she sends you bang, too. That's like <laughs> such like a, like your community yeah. type thing. Like the bangs in the Discord. That like murdered me, dude, when you posted a little screenshot and your mom, bang, with like 70 exclamation points. And then you're just like, let's go.
1: I had a weird feeling last night. I was just sitting on the couch watching the abs game, but I saw Otani was coming up to bat. And every time he comes up to bat, I go to the score app to wait for a triple digit triple exit, dig Vilo. exit Vilo. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, 112, 112, leave the yard. And then, boop, boop three runs pop up. Splooch. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> and then you get the text from your mom. Bye. It's just like the ultimate like triple. Like, oh, let's go. <laughs> That's fucking awesome, dude. No, I love that shit. Um, all right, well, I, this has been another episode. We got um Monday coming up. I don't think we can do a sneak do because I don't think they have the lines up on prize picks for the Friday games, um, but we can talk about the Friday games a little bit, actually. Let's do that for like five minutes, and then we'll, and then we'll wrap here. Um, all right, so Friday, we have a chance for the Warriors to end the series in Golden State, and we have a chance for the Lakers to end the series in L.A. I am going to take both the Lakers and the Kings.
1: Lakers and Kings?
0: Yes. I might go Lakers money line, Kings plus seven. I don't think the Kings get yeah. blown out in an elimination game. I like it. Oh, I'm probably gonna be on the same side. That's what I would do in those games. Um and then let's talk about the Friday a little bit for the NHL because you're pretty good at that stuff. Wow. We got a chance for Carolina to send the Islanders home in New York. We've got a chance for Boston to send the Panthers home on the road. So two road games are three road games. Three road games to end the series and then one home game to end the series and it's the Kraken are at home. Dude, I'm fuck I'm taking the Kraken. Dude. I'm taking the fucking thing. I want the Kraken Kraken to win that game, so bad. I'm taking the plus chicken Kraken on Friday, dude. And I won't hear anything about it. I'm doing it. I'm tired of taking fucking favorites, dude, and losing my ass. I am now you know what? Right now, I just decided I'm gonna stop being scared of the plus sign because I knew the Knicks were going to win last night. I literally tweeted at Donovan Mitchell and said the series was going to end well before the game started, and I still took plus five. I'm not scared of the plus sign anymore. I'm taking the plus chicken Kraken. I'm taking the plus chicken Panthers, and I'm taking the plus chicken Stars. Those Dude, are my in a, in a NHL picks the, for Friday.
1: The Bruins play have been playing a lot better on the road, which scares me. To take the Panthers, I'm, I, dude. I'm just so over it. Like, I want new opponents.
0: Ball snap minus one seventy eight. Sus. Give me the plus. Chicken Panthers.
1: Yeah. Like, seriously, bro. I wouldn't say any bets crazy in, at this fucking point, dude. Like, the for God's sakes, the Kraken are about to knock out the Aves. Shit's insane, dude. I'm kinda, i kind. I kind of want them to, I'm not gonna lie. I do too. I mean, Stars. I think the Stars are just way better than the Wild. Um, Panthers, Bruins, again. I think the Bruins close it out, but who fucking knows. Islanders, Canes, I would love to see the Islanders take that to game seven.
0: But I'll tell you why I'm going to take those plus chickens. It's because I feel like I'm so bad right now that I would go, dude, I can get the Bruins at minus 178. That's safe. Dude, the Wild are our favorite at home. That's got to be safe. Colorado's only minus 160. Fuck it. I'm taking all plus chicken in those games. And you're probably going to eliminate the Avs, the Stars eliminate the Wild, and the Panthers tie the series. We go game seven in Boston. That's what's would, none of those
1: bets are crazy. That's I mean, the fucking Heat just beat the Bucks last night, so anything can happen. Down like 20. Yeah.
0: Came back and won outright. Um, that was insane. Um, Kings, Warriors, Grizzly. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Those are the games we have for Friday. So hopefully, you know, we get some good games going on there. Also, like, here's my thing, too. Darren Fox fractured his fucking hand and dropped 40. Like, I feel like fractured was a strong word. Uh, everyone
1: was tweeting. Did he drop 40?
0: Yeah, he had like 30-something. I thought he had 24. No, I thought he had like 30-something. I'm
1: pretty sure he had 24.
0: He had 24. <laughs> but this is what I'm saying, though. Like, with a fractured hand, though, I expect him to have, like, nothing.
1: See, these NBA lines on the props are so damn sharp, bro. Fox was 24 and a half finished 24 curry was 31 and a half, finished yeah, 31. With 31 uh mitchell finished with finished with 28 his line was 29 i like, think
0: jalen brunson's line was 23 finished with 21 this shit's so sharp bro it's unreal <laughs> it's unreal <laughs> <laughs> oh i did want to ask you one that thing right before we wrap because i thought this was an interesting point um one guy on espn it might have been like the nick nick Wright guy looks like a gremlin mm-hmm. like one of those like you know um he's with fox fox okay yeah Um, I think it was him. He was talking about it. We never got to see LeBron be LeBron in terms of when he came in the league, it was rings, 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 rings. You have to win rings. You have to win rings. So he's always had to play unselfishly because he had to be on teams to win rings because the minute he came in, the expectation was you have to win a ring. But we never, which like now that I think about it, it's true and it pisses me off. We never got to see LeBron be LeBron in terms of just taking over games and being selfish. We've never seen a selfish LeBron. And the only time we saw it is when Kyrie and Kevin Love went down on the Cavs. And he was dropping 48 a night. And it was like unconscious. I wish the expectations on LeBron weren't as high as they were. Which, by the way, I don't think any other player in the history could have came in with the expectations that he had from a high school kid being on the cover of Sports Illustrated and have the career that people laid out for him. It is so rare for an athlete to have people go, you're the chosen one from a young age and literally live up to it and actually be in the conversation with a goat. And like, as I'm getting older, he, I think he's probably better than, I think he's probably the greatest all time like, compared to like, Michael Jordan. I think Michael Jordan's got six championships. I think Michael Jordan is great, but I mean, like, LeBron James is, like, dude, doing what he's doing right now, like, still there, at his age and coming in the league at 18. Like, dude, he's probably the greatest player to ever play the game back. But we never got to see a selfish LeBron <laughs> that goes out and does what Ja does and, like, has no one getting mad at him when he takes fucking 30 shots a game or did what Kobe does and take like 40 shots a game. Like we never got to see a selfish LeBron because it was the goal. You have to win rings. If you score 40 points, but you don't win a ring, I don't give a fuck. I was like, damn dude. Like I wish we got to see a selfish LeBron, like more than one series. Cause I think it would have been so sick, dude.
1: Does that keep you up at night?
0: It will now. <laughs> Cause imagine a selfish LeBron dude. We've never seen, imagine a selfish LeBron that comes out and just like literally puts it on your head every night when he was in his prime, even in Miami, it was Dwayne Wade's team. It wasn't his team he couldn't be the guy that came out and was fucking like bawling. It was like second fiddle because he knew he had to be unselfish because he had to win rings for everyone to give him any sort of validation. But a selfish LeBron dude, I think would have covered the scoring title eight years ago. Facts easily. Eight years ago. No doubt. It's frustrating <laughs> that we didn't get to see a selfish LeBron dude. Would love to see that in this postseason somehow, but he's already too old now. Yeah. But he can still give you like 30, which is insane at like yeah. 39 years. Old. I mean, that's fucking cracked out. Um, But, yeah, this has been another episode of TFM Bets. We've got another episode coming on Monday. Um, Crazy weekend of sports. I mean, we're going to know basically the second round of every single playoff series going into Monday. So that'll be an exciting show. Um, But, yeah, tell them where they can find you. You
1: can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, at It with Trent, and tune into the Twitch channel, Surgical Stream, every weekday, 1 p.m. Central, uh, at It Sports.
0: Uh, You can find me everywhere on Mikey Overs, except for Instagram. It's michael.j.overs. Um, make sure you share the pod with a friend like and subscribe and you can get this podcast where you find podcasts as well and we will in fact be seeing
1: guys be seeing